0: Hello and welcome to Bird Nerds where we delve into the fascinating world of birds and share the joys of observing them.
1: Hi, I am Adil.
0: And I am Mariam. Adil is a bird nerd in the true sense. He can even make a visit to the grocery store, a bird watching trip. Well, jokes apart, he loves to travel and is a seasoned bird watcher. He is also quite well informed about butterflies, snakes and is a certified beekeeper. 2022 was his big year when he travelled the length and breadth of India, covering 23 states and union territories. He was able to spot over 900 birds in one year. He left no terrain unexplored, be it the cold desert of Ladakh or the dry Thar and Kutch deserts, sea coasts and deep seas, Andaman Islands, the western ghats, mangroves of Sundarbans and Bidarkanika, the northeast or the Himalayan forests. He ranked as India's top birder and was also among the top two birders in Asia in 2022.
1: Mariam has a unique eye for a bird watcher. While we may be busy scouting the bushes for hidden treasures, her eyes will scan the skies and cliffs for raptors, often catching a distant raptor's attention. We may have missed many birds of prey if not for Mariam's nudge. She has accompanied me in many birding adventures to leech-infested forests where the leeches have loved her blood and at places such as the kutch Himalayan escapades and sometimes even waited along with me during heavy downpour to catch the glimpse of a rare Leo Chikla or a quail. She is an accomplished birder with a species count of over 600 birds.
0: Join us as we walk you through various habitats and exciting bird trails across India. <laughs> this week, we continue to explore water bodies found in urban areas and even rural setups, be it ponds and lakes or streams and small rivers with rocky islands and rapids, laden with floating vegetation like hyacinth, water lilies and water chestnut. The birds we discuss today are bound to be seen there either occasionally or regularly. Our reference points have been lakes and ponds around Pune, Hyderabad, Chhattisgarh and Western Orissa. We talk about the most common species here, the ones with frequent flyer passes and meal coupons. The business class of birds, aka the rarities and winter visitors, will soon make their entry. But before that, we do have to talk about the local folk and their issues.
1: If you were to walk along with me, I would take you along the shores of these water bodies. We can either just sit down and observe the amazing bird activity, or choose to walk along these shores that are lined with muddy flats, rocks, tall grass reeds, and other vegetation, all perfect for birds to rest, nest, perch, and hunt. And if we are quiet and submerged in our surroundings, then definitely a shy bird will make its appearance
0: a little away from the shore where the water is not very deep but deep enough for fishing. You will find the graceful grey heron, statistically waiting for its perfect catch. A large lanky yet elegant bird with stilt-like legs, the grey heron is ashy grey above, has a white crown and neck and is greyish white below. It has a slender S-shaped neck pointed dagger-like yellowish bill and a black occipital crest on its head. Occipital is a reference to the location on the back of the head. The length of the neck also has a prominent streaked black line running along the middle.
1: Generally, you will spot a solitary heron standing imposingly at the edge of the water body, practically frozen in its spot, eyes transfixed upon something down below. Now in such a moment, the predator and the prey must have locked eyes, each thinking about their next move, but you know who wins here. It is locally known as Anjan in Hindi, Sa in Sindhi, Khaira in Bihar state, and Kaank or Sada Kaank in Bengali, Sada implying the plain colour.
0: Generally solitary, the herons come together when it's time to nest and breed. Nesting colonies of herons are known as heronries, located usually on high treetops alongside lakes or wetlands, away from human disturbance. It's possible that a single heronry can consist of 10 to 30 large nests constructed out of twigs gathered one at a time. Generations of herons breed in the same heronry. At the beginning of the breeding season, The older experienced males return to their old nests and repair or refurbish it and gradually over time, the nests tower. These are the safe spots that are occupied by the older guys. But on the other hand, the young males breeding for the first time, they need to find a spot to build their own nests, which is usually at the edge of the treetops, more vulnerable to attacks from crows and other birds who are looking for some eggy snacks.
1: As you said, heronries can last for generations. They can be of mixed nature, meaning a heronry can also have nests of other birds such as the painted stalks, ibis, spoonbills, cormorants and other heron species such as the purple heron and the night heron. Well, this night heron is not a famous warrior from the past, but its preference for being active at the night are Earns it the accolade. If you look carefully in the tall grass and reeds, you will be surprised to find another striking heron, calmly poised in a fishing stance, the purple heron, a shy bird easily camouflaged in the surroundings, although huge but slender in design, a delight to watch only if you spot it first. It seldom makes a move and thus is easily overlooked, but when it does make the kill, It's a samurai.
0: The purple heron is smaller than the grey heron with a much slender rufous neck that is concolorous with its head. It is darker than the grey heron, being bluish grey in color above, while the underparts are black and chestnut. Just like the grey heron, the slender neck has a black streak running through the middle along the length of the neck. It also has a long, dagger like yellowish bill. Now, why is it called the purple heron? Well, that's because when the sun shines bright, it appears purple. In Hindi, it is known as Lal Anjan, while in Bengali, it is called Lal Kank. Lal, referring to the red, referring to the color tones that separate it from the grey heron. In flight, herons look quite different. They have their long necks folded back heads drawn in between shoulders, and their long legs trail behind.
1: If you remember, the floating vegetation and grass reeds are home to the white-breasted water hen and the moor hen. Giving them company, you will often find the gray-headed swamp hen foraging in large numbers. Maryam, I clearly remember that once in the year 2020, late in the evening when few of us birders uh, were passing through Mathura City in Uttar Pradesh, Right in the heart of the city, we chanced upon a large pond that was filled with over 200 swamp hens and 100 or more moor hens. Now isn't that something? Such a large colony of such big birds living merrily in a pond. I have seen larger landscapes with just a dozen of them, but here in this case it was just the opposite.
0: Wow, must have been a terrific sighting. Now the swamp hen is the size of a regular domestic country hen. Earlier known as the purple moorhen, hen, it is, well surprise surprise, purplish blue all over, having long red legs and toes. The bill is short, stout and red, with the bare forehead resembling a frontal shield, and that is also bright red in colour. The tail is almost non-existent, short and stumpy, with white underneath. The bird goes by many local names as per the regions, but one name that seems to appeal to me most is the one in Gujarati, which is Neel Kokri or blue hen.
1: Its behavior is similar to that of the white breasted water hen stalking through the vegetation, bobbing its head and foraging on vegetable matter, insects and mollusks. The male has a unique way of courting the female. During the courtship, it holds water weeds in its bill and bows in front of the female, all the while chuckling loudly.
0: So is it not serious about the female?
1: Well, it seems to be working. He comes bearing gifts and sings his song too. Maybe the bachelor boy is out to learn a few tips and manners from them.
0: Yeah, probably. Another usual suspect found roaming along the banks and shallow waters is the beautiful giant, the Painted Stork.
1: Storks are large wading birds, long-necked, long-billed broad winged, short tailed, with strong flight capabilities. The painted stalk has a primarily white plumage with black stripes on its wings. Its shoulders and tertials have a delicate rose pink touch, which gives the bird its name, the painted stalk. The bill is long, yellow and curved downwards at the tip. It has a bald orangish head, kind of like a shaved look with plumes starting from near the nape, while the legs are long and pinkish. You will find it spending the day wading through shallow waters, searching for fish, frogs or even snakes.
0: As we said earlier, painted stalks also nest in huge heronries which they share with other water birds like the pelicans, cormorants, egrets, other stalks, ibis and herons. In flight, the easiest way to distinguish stalks from herons generally is in their characteristic way of flying. While both fly with their legs trailing, herons fly with their necks retracted, whereas the stalks fly mostly with their necks outstretched.
1: Do take note of that. Especially in the mornings you might chance upon one of these flying high above as they head to their feeding grounds and now you will be in a position to know the stalk from the heron. Painted stalks are usually silent, but bill clattering is an important mode of stalk communication at the nest. They might occasionally let out a low moan as well.
0: Painted stalks are found throughout India and they migrate locally for breeding. Unfortunately, the IUCN status of painted stalks is near threatened, implying that they are facing a decline in population due to obvious reasons such as pollution, human disturbance and primarily wetland drainage for land reclamation.
1: Other stocks cited in India are the woolly neck stock, the Asian opal mill, the black stock, the egg mutants, and many others that we will cover.
0: Well, the list of long-legged long-necked waders is not complete if we don't include the ibis in it. India is home to a number of ibis species like the glossy ibis, the black-headed ibis, and the object of our attention today, the red naped ibis.
1: Also known as the Indian black ibis. It is a large black bird, larger than the domestic hen, having a long down-curved bill. It has a prominent white patch on its shoulders, but the standout feature, the feather on the cap literally, that is quite diagnostic, is the triangular patch of crimson watts on its crown and nape over an otherwise bare head. They are much shorter than stalks and so are the legs which are brick red, but the color of the legs is often overlooked while identifying them in the field probably as they may be mostly muddied.
0: Ibises are strong flyers, flying with their necks and legs outstretched, with flocks flying mostly in V-shaped formations. The red naped ibis does not just live by wetlands, but is also fond of drier areas such as fields and farmlands where it can be found in pairs or fours. It has a very unique cry for a call that you can easily recognize if they fly overhead your house. They generally announce their arrival.
1: This was the call of the red naped ibis. I am sure you'll remember this one.
0: Nearby, there are smaller waders patrolling the shores for insects, crabs and other mollusks or just plucking on some vegetation. Let's see what we can find commonly and discuss them.
1: Ah, just emerging from the foliage, surreptitiously and forever suspicious looking, is a metallic olive green colored bird. It seems to be slightly larger than a quail and it wears white spectacles. Oh, well, it's none other than the unique greater painted snipe. Our first snipe, one cool bird. The bill is long and pale with a drooped tip. The mantle of the male bears golden stripes, while the belly and underparts are majorly white. It has a white patch behind its eyes that looks like a comma, and there are white shoulder bands that look like the straps of a backpack.
0: Seems it's ready to go somewhere. Well, the greater painted snipe is crepuscular, meaning active during twilight. Unlike most of the birds that we have talked about till now where the female was duller while the male bright? Amongst the greater painted snipe, it's the opposite. The male is duller than the female and the earlier description fits it. The female is showy with a black breast and a chestnut-coloured neck. This also signifies the role each has to play. It means that the female is the dominant partner during courtship, capable of fighting other rivals for an eligible mate. Also, The nesting duties are left to the male who also incubates the eggs while the female carries on to find another dutiful male and set about laying another clutch of eggs.
1: Well the word sniper in military lingo has been derived from these birds. Snipe hunting was and still is a very European hobby that in the 1770s India led to the reference to snipe as in to go snipe hunting. So the one shooting the snipe became the sniper. And before you delve on this further, I'll enlighten you about the behavior of the snipe which made it a difficult bird to hunt, requiring skill. So one had to be a skilled sniper and thus it caught on with the military. Also like the snipes long bill, the sniper guns have very long barrels that improve accuracy over long distances. So coming back, the snipes are challenging game birds difficult to hunt as they are alert, shy, camouflage well and if need be can be as dead as a rock, and if threat persists, they take flight. In flight, they fly erratically with no set flight pattern, making it difficult to predict the trajectory or the direction of the flight. Well, so much to say about them. And you may well have guessed already, they are one of my favorite birds.
0: Alright, so snipes and snipers is all done. In the last episode, we talked about the Indian spot-billed ducks and little grebes swimming in these waters, one dabbling while the other diving. Swimming along with them, you are also likely to find a flock of Eurasian coots, or also known as common coots or black coots, or for that matter, kukut in Bengali. Slaty black, tailless, duck-like water bird, being the size of a hen, having an ivory-white colored bill, which is pointed but also blunt. It bears an ivory-white frontal shield on its forehead in continuity to its bill. One of the easiest water birds to identify, the coots also have characteristic lobed feet. Eurasian coots can be found in large numbers in winters when besides the Indian count, the numbers surge by the welcome immigration of birds from central and western regions of Asia.
1: Another frequently sighted duck would be the cotton pygmy goose. Also known as the cotton teal, it is the smallest duck in the subcontinent, just slightly larger than a pigeon with a bright white head, neck and underparts. It has a goose-like triangular bill that is black and small, hence the name pygmy goose. Males have big white slashes on wings, greenish-black upper parts and a black breast band or collar. The females are paler and lack both the white wing bar and the collar. All birds bear a black cap. The non breeding males are similar to the female but can be recognized by their wing bars. They nest in tree trunk hollows that are found close to the water bodies.
0: It is a diving duck found across all inland water bodies like ponds, lakes, paddy fields, irrigation tanks, rain-filled ditches as well. They are called by many names such as Dandana in Odia, Bali Hunts in Bengali and Giri, Giria or Girja in Hindi.
1: The lesser whistling duck also known as the Indian whistling duck is a frequently cited species of, you guessed it right, whistling ducks. It is a long-necked brown duck, smaller than a domestic duck. The bill and legs are dark grey. It is a social tree nesting bird found in shallow water bodies. Their flight is noisy, characterized by rapid wing beats accompanied by shrill whistling notes that sound like Seasick! 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 Seasick!
0: They are resident throughout India. Also, I think the lesser whistling ducks are multifaceted. They can walk well on marshlands. They are capable of diving, dabbling, perching, flying and also whistling. They can do it all. The da Vinci of birds.
1: Yeah. While you are busy focusing on the paddlers, dabblers, divers, and fishers, you might also want to glance up and take a look at the sky. You will find the dusky crag martins swooping up and down, circling the skies, determined birds making rounds to catch the maximum number of insects. They are great pest controllers and help check the spread of the disease-spreading mosquitoes.
0: The dusky crag martin, as the name suggests, is sooty brown in color, with a square tail on which you can see small white spots on each of the external tail feathers. Smaller than a sparrow, small flocks can be seen gliding smoothly overhead, often accompanied by swifts and swallows, and in winters by their cousins, the Eurasian crag martins.
1: Locally in Hindi, they are known as Chattan Ababil. The dusky cracked martens are almost omnipresent. They can be found by cliffs, old buildings, ruins and even around urban habitation. In fact, we have a nesting pair just outside a balcony. Their nests are mud cups lined with feathers and are attached to vertical rock faces or walls and ceilings as well. And these are generally unreachable. If you remember, we discussed the red rumped swallows in one of our previous episodes and you need to check that out. And the way they construct their nests, one mud ball at a time, is quite similar to how the martins too make use of the same technique. Only the shape and size of their nests vary from the red rumped swallow.
0: Another look at the sky may also offer you a glimpse of another species, the beautiful and majestic wire-tailed swallows.
1: Larger than sparrows, the wire-tailed swallows are glossy blue above and on their head they wear a prominent chestnut colored cap. Underparts are glistening white and on their tail the adults bear two fine long wires that give the bird its name, the wire-tailed swallow. Locally they are known as Ababil in Hindi. Actually Ababil is a common local name for all these swallows, martens and swift. All these birds have specially adapted feet and claws that are meant to cling on to the surfaces, rather than perch. So if you see any one of them resting, it will always be seated and not standing.
0: Wire-tailed swallows are residents across India, although they may migrate locally. They prefer neighborhoods with water bodies, open country, farmlands and even cattle sheds. Like the crag martins and other swallows, their nests are also made up of mud pellets, shaped like brackets found mostly under culverts or rock faces near water. Do note this. Although martens and swallows are easily ignored birds as they rarely perch, their importance to our existence cannot be ignored.
1: So true, so true. Also, it is very easy to tell a martin from a swallow. Just remember that all martens are shades of black, brown and white, while these swallows are shades of red, white and blue. Do you know, Mariam? that red, white and blue is also the color of many flags in the world. And to be accurate, there are 29 countries that use these three colors as their national flags.
0: Well, this is not fun with flags, but I'm sure Sheldon would be really happy to know this fact.
1: I'm sure. Before we sign off, Global Big Day just went by on 13th of May. Well, do you remember us mentioning this in one of our episodes? Let us know if you went out burning And if so, did you submit any checklists on the eBird portal?
0: Well, as usual, there are always more birds to discuss than we have time. So let's wrap up this episode. We hope you enjoyed listening to our chatter.
1: Please check our Instagram pages for photographs of all the birds we have discussed in this episode as well as the previous ones. You'll find them as a compilation in our feed.
0: All photographs have been clicked by my very talented co-host Adil. We will be back next Thursday with another refreshing episode where we will continue our bramblings about birds.
1: Hey, you two have become a birdsmith. I mean a wordsmith. So stick with us and we'll take you along on wonderful birding trails across India. And as your understanding grows, we'll spice it up with other facets of being outdoors. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram pages. You can follow me on peregrinator.in, that is P-E-R-E-G-R-I-N-A-T-O-R dot I-N.
0: And you can follow me on Mariam's Pick Clicks. That is M-A-R-I-A-M-S, P-I-C as in Pick, C-L-I-C-K-S as in Clicks. You can check our show description for our social media handles. Make sure to like, share and subscribe to our podcast on platforms of your choice. Be it Hubhopper, Spotify, Amazon Music, Jio Savan, Ghana, or even Google Podcasts.
1: So make sure to tune in next week. Till then, happy birding.
0: And a happier feeling. Goodbye.